Welcome, everybody. I want to welcome you to Catalytic Conversations. What a crazy world we're living in right now. I'm Wendy Dickinson, founder of Ascend Coaching Solutions, and I'm a business coach who meets my clients at the intersection of life and business. And today, we're going to talk about a world gone sideways. COVID-19 has had a huge impact on my clients. And as I provide resources and information, my guests today are two of the people that I referred my clients to the most. It's important to have resources. It's important to get accurate information. We've entered into the second quarter of 2020, and it's all about survival. My guests today are Deborah Willis of PPG Solutions and Karen Larson with HR Tabs. Deborah is a 40-year healthcare veteran. She's president of Partners in Healthcare and currently a business manager at PPG Solutions, which is also known as Business Hackers. Deborah spent a lifetime helping others navigate healthcare issues, and she now works with small business to reduce insurance costs and improve employee benefits. This provides security, risk protection, which is critical for long-term success and retention, She specializes in cost analysis and device at no cost. And listeners, you and I both know in survival mode, it is so important to know how you're going to recover. And Deborah can help you on that path. My other guest is equally important. Karen Larson, who's the CEO and founder of HR Tabs LLC Consulting, located in Glen Allen, Virginia. She's a certified fractional HR executive with over 30 years experience as a leader in HR and organizational development in multiple industries in Fortune 500 organizations. Karen was organized, uh, excuse me, educated and oh, I'm sure was very organized at the Cornell School of Industrial and Labor Relations at the University of Virginia. As a chief HR strategist, Karen's passion is to help small businesses become employers of choice by partnering with business owners specifically in the area of talent management, workforce strategic planning, and organizational best practices to help businesses increase profit and achieve long-term growth. Well, listeners, these two guests have so much to offer you in your survival plan. So welcome to you both, Deborah and Karen. Welcome. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Wendy. This is a real treat for us. Yeah, thank you, Wendy. It's a great opportunity to be able to be on this podcast and and um, submit some information that hopefully will be helpful to your audience. Well, I think the two of you are helpful not only to helping small businesses survive, but also to come up with and begin to develop that recovery plan for how to thrive going forward. Ladies, uh, you and I, we've talked about some of the things we've seen with our clients Tell me about some of the impact of COVID-19 that the two of you are seeing in the world of business today. Well, I'll be happy to speak to that, Wendy. Thank you very much. I feel that the businesses, uh, the small businesses of our community are the foundation for our success. And they're struggling. They're struggling because of some of the resizing, downsizing, and the furloughs and all the various employee issues that are going on. There's uh, some fear and there's fear at all levels from the families to the business owners and to the businesses being able to stay afloat themselves. So I have found that personally in working with them that I can help with that 
fear by looking and projecting about healthcare expenses. At some point, everybody's going to have to go and get treated, get in the hospital, and God forbid they don't end up in intensive care. But let's hope that everyone gets past this. But if there is a medical health care emergency, we've got to know that there is some security for the employees and for the businesses to survive this. And we will, because right now my focus is rebounding and looking forward into the future. And I know that if we have the right team behind every business, we can do this. And healthcare is a vital, vital aspect of good quality business practices. Oh, thank you, Deborah. That it's such so many words of wisdom there. Karen, how about you? What are you seeing? Well, it absolutely is, Deborah, and, and you're so and you're so targeted right on there because you know what I saw was everybody took a pause and a big deep breath and went, "Oh my gosh, what do we do now?" And so businesses, what I saw was businesses taking a step back and and hunting and pecking for information anywhere that they could get it. Um, and it was a little panic driven at first. Oh. But the, the amazing thing for me was to see businesses um, doing what they needed to do, but at the same time uh, being rather creative, really. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, how they were dealing with their staff and their employees and, and reaching out, getting as much information as they could to do the right thing. Um, I haven't heard of any businesses that are not doing the right thing. So um, I'm happy about that. Um, there's more to come. I think my piece of this is uh, going to slide off to the near end of this when we, you know, pump back up. But I'm happy with the way businesses have been responding um, under the type of duress. And we are all in this together. Thank you for that, Karen. I, I agree with you totally. I, I would say, of course, with my being a business coach, a couple of the trends that I'm noticing are, number one, the extreme emotions, which both of you have touched on in different ways, you know, resulting in motivation for some, but paralysis for other people. And then those that had a vision, those businesses that had a vision for the long term, who were really invested in their people, um, and also in their legacy, in some cases, those seem to be the people that have the the um, bias towards action versus those that didn't really have a long term plan. I'm noticing that those are the business owners that seem to be struggling the most and the survivors have have chosen to act, though imperfectly at times and to make changes not only to their business model, but their operating plan and are are in a position where they're thinking about that recovery plan that I think will be key going forward. Yeah, I would like to say, Wendy, you're absolutely right. You had some key words in there, struggling and recovery. And being able to project long-term, that is essential. And what I'm finding, and people don't realize, is that the uh, cost doing a healthcare benefit plan for their company is too uh, expensive right now mm. at any time. But what they're not taking into consideration is that that, that is what is going to be able to pr- provide the retention for the staff mm. and the retention of that business growth and development. 
one of the things that we pride ourselves on is doing a cost analysis for businesses mm -hmm. so that we can help them with the trends that are changing every single day with the major carriers. We know what's going on. We, we live and breathe this every single day. Our businesses that we're working with need to live and breathe with the growth of their business and not be a uh, burden by the aspect of what's going to happen in the healthcare arena for, for my employees. So that's, that's where we come into play. We take all of that confusion out there. And, and working with Karen has been a real value as well as you being a coach, because these are all resources that businesses need to survive and get past those struggles and to be able to incorporate all the things that they need to be successful. So HR people are overwhelmed mm -hmm. and um, having the resources to say, what do I do? And not having it cost them money. What we provide is a free analysis. What we provide is something that doesn't increase their cost. It reduces their cost and it provides better benefits. Well, you know, Deborah, that's a great segue into to something I'd love to hear about from Karen is a little bit more, Karen, should businesses be laying off employees or trying to keep them on? Or where where do you generally fall in that, that question? Because I think Deborah raised some great points there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, every business is going to be different. Um, and it really just depends on the business and the industry and how many employees you have and what it, you know, what it takes to get your business done. Mm -hmm. So, but from my perspective, um, I should think that holding on to your employees and, and, and giving them other work to do if you can, or re-engineering, um, some of the things that you do for your business to keep these people on board or even, um, giving them more flexible work arrangements, uh, working them from home if possible. That's a whole nother subject. Probably I could mm -hmm. talk all day on and, um, and just by and large, um, keeping is keeping that uh solidarity in your organization um you know when when business leaders were looking at their SWOT analysis and making their plans for 2020 um nobody saw this coming right and everything looked totally different and now if they got that SWOT analysis out and looked at it it would still look totally different and um so they need to plan ahead for the future unfortunately there's going to be some fallout yeah as a result of this of course mm -hmm. but it's it's um it's going to be uh, it's going to be very interesting, and I do think that the more they can hang on to the employees, the better. But it is a great opportunity, uh, also, to look ahead and go for talent because uh, talent and retention were top of mind going into 2020, and they're going to be top of mind going out. You know, yeah, because there's a cost, of course, not only to um, you know, trying to acquire a new employee, but there's also a cost to those left behind, right? I, I think one thing that I, I really find so interesting as we're talking about a recovery plan is that, you know, Deborah, I know that certain healthcare benefits, you know, plans have like open seasons or closed seasons. And, and this is a time where a lot of businesses are going to need to really look at their operating expenses and really figure out what type of an investment they're able to make going forward. And, and so what I thought was so interesting about what PPG solutions will do is you'll talk to somebody 
even if they're committed with another health care provider for a while, won't you? Oh, absolutely, Wendy. I mean, that that's a whole premise uh, behind what we do. I think that we're all transitioning from a reactive situation yes. to needing to be a proactive situation for businesses and the small businesses especially. So one of the things that we have made ourselves available is to talk to anybody who has any questions regarding the changes. As I said, the national carriers, uh, their, their determinations for coverage are changing every single day. So whether it's Anthem or Cigna or United Healthcare or Humana or whatever it is, you've got to know, and people need to be in touch with their broker. I often ask companies that I work with, have you talked to your broker? Has your broker contacted you to let you know what's going on and what you can anticipate as you go to that uh, proactive state of transition for your mm-hmm. company? And a lot of them haven't. Yeah. So their brokers are all scurrying themselves to be able to take care of their big businesses or their small businesses. You know, we're a small business ourselves. We know what that's like. Yeah. So we are, 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 are completely and fully equipped to talk to anybody about what they need to do now and what the changes are, what the cost involved for, for those companies are going to be. And it's all kinds of benefits. It's the telehealth. We've been doing telehealth since 2008. Here it is 2020, and now everybody needs it. it yeah, it's the, it's they the do. catch word. And we've been doing that forever. And all the other ancillary benefits that we can provide to really add that support and, and that protection for employees. So, yes, Wendy, I appreciate you bringing that up. We will talk to any company. We will provide benefit admin systems, a $9,000 system to any company who wants to talk to us and let us do a free cost analysis for them or a second opinion or an evaluation. doesn't cost anything to reach out and get some resources for your security. Well, one of the things I think is so important with a recovery plan as well as survival mode is is to really be careful to curate accurate information. Uh, and so I feel like people should be talking, throw a wider net than just the news or the newspapers. I think that business owners ought to be talking to their three biggest customers, their three biggest suppliers, their board members if they have them, or their honorary board members if they don't, their mentor if they have a mentor but also employees that represent a spectrum of experiences and, and perspectives. All of those people are stakeholders in a different way and have information that they can offer to the business owners. And then lastly, outside or external advisors. And I consider the two of you to be external advisors. I think a lot of times external advisors, because they deal with business owners across a range of industries and types of businesses, as well as size, um, have a lot of valuable information to offer. And I, I think going back to those business owners that I mentioned earlier who might be feeling paralyzed or um, are, have been immobilized by the, the extreme circumstances that we're all trying to operate under right now, tend to close off, to narrow their, their information gathering. Whereas at this point, we need a wider net. Oh, yes. Yes. We need those perspectives. And then, Karen, to your point um, about layoffs and, and how to make those determinations, as a coach, one of the things I'd like for our listeners to really consider is that let's say you believe you're going to have to lay off, I don't know, 100 of your employees or half of your, your employees. 
and you decide that you're just going to let five of them go for right now. And then maybe in two weeks, you're going to let 10 more go. And then in a few weeks, you're going to let 25 go. I'm going to really encourage our listeners to consider what that does to the team, what that does to the culture, what that does to people who are trying to cope with their own fear and concerns. I'd really like for us to encourage our business owners who are listening to identify their values, to take a look at their vision and purpose, and and to use those as guardrails for how they decide to, to progress, to act, to respond, and to be proactive, surviving, but also going forward into recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I encourage, I encourage business owners that I meet with to cast a wide net and to open up, you know, themselves to new and new ideas about how to attract the best employees. Uh, One of the things that I love about working with Deborah is that uh, her group and PP&G do such an awesome job of, of, you know, setting forth information to employers about uh, best practices and benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, from my way of thinking and my past uh, experience, benefits today are still um, highly, highly prized by employees. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think looking at uh, your workforce, what can you reasonably afford mm-hmm. to help your employees with to keep them, retain them? Um, and then, you know, you really, um, businesses, let's face it, they have to look at, you know, cost controls. Right. Uh, no matter what's going on. Absolutely. And I, yeah. I think people, people have the, they think sometimes that these are like fixed costs. That they're going to be that no matter what. And Deborah, I see you. You're shaking your head. You're like, no way. That's not true. No, they aren't. Yeah, that that's absolutely correct, Wendy and and Karen and you, Wendy. You bring up excellent points, and and I appreciate that. Many companies don't realize that. For instance, if you work with a broker, brokers are going to get paid a certain minimal amount, period. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's transparent. There's, there's no big incentive for company, for brokers like ourselves to, to exaggerate the cost. We can't do that. It's not ethical. We would never do that. It's not in best practices as, as, as you mentioned, Karen. So, but there are ways in which they can be designed for a company that is customized specifically to meet their needs that can really reduce the overall cost that a lot of brokers just don't want to take the time to do. Mm-hmm. So that's the variances that we can do with being able to, to offer cost savings to these companies and they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. They think it is a burden and expense that is unnecessary. And my gosh, it is so necessary right now. Yeah. Well, I'd love to know what the two of you are hoping that business owners will take away from these extreme conditions. Well, if nothing else, I hope that um, the business owners know that there are so many resources like ourselves to help them. We're not in this alone. We've heard that catchphrase, you know, for months now for unfortunately uh, too long. But we are not out here alone, that there are resources that 
that don't cost anything, that can give some added value to their service. Everyone's about service. If you don't have good service, you don't have to have a good company. If you don't have integrity in your people and in your company, you're not going to be able to survive. And we need to survive because we want our community to grow. So if anything else, I just want business leaders to know that there are people out there that are sincere and that have that integrity and those same missions and value systems that they do. And I know that you are one, Wendy, and what you've done to help businesses, and I've heard your stories, it's incredible. And I've seen Karen in action and what she can do if people just take the time just talk to her. A 5, 10, 15 minute telephone call doesn't cost anything. But the value you get from that, can, there's just no price tag on that. Okay, so what I heard you say in that was that business owners have an opportunity to really find the, the service and the quality of service providers that can make a difference not only to the business, but to their employees. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Without a doubt. Thank you for that. Karen, how about you? What What are you hoping that business owners will, will take away from this whole situation? I think they will see, um, you know, communications like what we're doing here today and understand that there are a myriad of other resources, including myself and Deborah uh, and you uh, for businesses that are fully capable of helping them maneuver and negotiate uh, the road ahead. And, you know, if they take the time to look at this as an opportunity mm. rather than a setback, um, you know, we're, we're going to get through this, we're going to recover, and we're going to emerge from this on the other side as a better nation. And, uh, you know, our companies will be better companies, I believe, as a result of it. But business is going to change. Um, it's already changing. So um, to take away the idea of reaching out, um, getting out of the mold, reaching out for information that's available that they have access to, but they may never have heard. Looking for new ideas and new ways to attract and retain employees, new ways to create uh, a better company, a better culture, um, you know, for their businesses to thrive and grow and and become all that they can be in the future. This is an opportunity for business to get better. Yeah. And I what I hear in that is that resilience is built around finding opportunity in the midst of adversity. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I do believe that there are companies out there that are doing this. Yes. Um, I want to see more of it, though. Mm -hmm. And I want to see, um, I really want to see small businesses do more reaching out. This is a tremendous opportunity for small businesses to grow out of small. You know, interesting. And to yeah broaden their horizon and take advantage of organizations and people who can, who can help them grow and grow quicker. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this country is built on the backs of small business and, yeah. and it always probably always will be that way, but mm -hmm. we don't have to have so many businesses going out of business. We need to have more businesses being successful mm -hmm. and getting bigger and growing and, you know, supporting our nation in the future. 
You know, one of the things that I have to, that I've shared with you guys in, in some of our previous meetings is, is that I'm seeing a difference between my clients that had those long-term plans and then those that didn't. The plans, the pl clients that had a long-term vision, meaning they wanted to grow, they want to um, create businesses that are valuable and, and are assets. Those are the people that have invested time and money in coming up with a viable exit strategy. They've also invested time and money to develop a, a disaster management plan. Yes. And, you know, while I think before, we're, we're all from Virginia, by the way, listeners and viewers. So in Virginia, we have hurricanes. So there are businesses that have plans for what to do during hurricanes. And I think the pandemic is showing us that there is value in creating um, the space to have conversations around what's our plan for something like a pandemic. What's our plan for something like, you know, whatever disaster happens to happen? So I think those are, are issues that could be visited on a regular basis within a team. And that creates, again, a company that's more resilient. Absolutely. Um, uh, most large businesses today will have some kind of a disaster plan in place or at least have, you know, some of those uh, modules in place. But uh, again, I think this pandemic has taught us that we all have to have a disaster plan in place. Right. And, um, you know, that's just another part of the learning curve for us. And, you know, even HR uh, practitioners like myself, we can't necessarily depend on the company to say, okay, well, you need to go out and, and prepare this disaster plan. We need to get in front of it and start making these plans and sharing them with businesses. Absolutely. Right. So I hope to do a little bit more of that as well. Well, let me ask the two of you. So Deborah, you first, if, if one of our, our participants here wanted to reach out to you and, and schedule a call, how would you like for them to contact you? Uh, two ways. I think uh, emailing me at dwillis at ppgsolutions.com. That's dwillis at ppgsolutions.com. Mm -hmm. Also, my phone number is 804-909-5414, 804-909-5414. And I'd like to make one other point. In addition to the gratitude that I have for you putting this together, Wendy and Karen, I also want to say to those business owners out there who have health care insurance and they are waiting for their renewal. They're waiting for that time, which is usually the end of the year to look. They think they can't do anything until then. I cannot tell you that is not correct. They can do it now. The time to do it is now. You can change brokers midstream. You do not have to wait until the end of the year or renewal because you need to work with somebody who is going to work with you as you approach the end of the year or approach the middle of the year that can find those cost savings for you now. And I cannot, I cannot emphasize that enough. We have a zero deductible program for insurance that we provide for our businesses and our employees that bar none, I, I believe is the best that I've ever heard of anywhere. And as you mentioned, Wendy, I've been a healthcare veteran for 40 years. I've seen the ins and outs of healthcare insurance and healthcare providers. So I am so proud to be able to know that we can do this for these small businesses and their employees. Thank you so much, Deborah. I really appreciate your participating today and contributing what you have to all business owners and their their recovery plans, which I know are in the making. So Karen, how about you, if someone wanted to reach out? 
Um, thank you. Um, they could reach me a couple of different ways as well. They can call me direct at 804-405-5003. That's 804-405-5003. Or they can email me at klarsen, L-A-R-S-E-N, at hrtabs tabs.com Karen I mean Kay Larson at hrtabs.com and I will second um, I will second what you said as far as getting out in front of the curve and jumping in front of not only the benefits piece but also your your strategic planning piece going into the future you know you've got a reset here everybody's got a reset button and now is the time to use it Thank you both so much for sharing your thoughts with us today. And hey, if listeners, if you are struggling, if you are looking for people who will support you in your your struggle to survive and then to create a recovery plan, Karen and Deborah and I would be happy to talk with you. I actually am offering free coaching for the month of April. So if you are in need of a business coach, To get you through this difficult month, give me a call at 804-372-7575, or you can visit my website at Ascend Coaching Solutions. I'm Wendy Dickinson with Ascend Coaching Solutions, meeting you all at the intersection of life and business. Thank you all so much for being with us today. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you so much.